My name is Lena Garcia, and I'm a Kundalini Yoga, Pranayama, and Meditation Yoga instructor at Shunya Yoga Collective in Austin, Texas. So for somebody who has been doing yoga for 10 years, I am kind of surprised with myself that I haven't taken more of these classes. I'm familiar what the name is, but I'm not really familiar with what the actual practice entails. Can you tell our listeners what Kundalini Yoga is? So Kundalini Yoga, um, the belief that Kundalini energy lies at the base of the spine is a large component of Kundalini Yoga. It is believed that energy lies dormant in the base of the spine and through Kundalini Yoga practices, that energy rises through the chakras in the process of uh, not only a spiritual awakening, but it also makes you, of course, feel better, breathe better. It opens up the chakras and there are multiple benefits of that. And I can get into what Kundalini Yoga is or the different aspects of practicing, Um, but it's a very ancient practice that is believed to be thousands of years old. So I've been practicing yoga for about 10 years now, but there's so many different elements to a yoga practice, this being one of those. So if you want to kind of touch on that, that you don't have to be someone who's advanced in your yoga practice to take a kundalini class and why that is and maybe what the benefits are to switching things up. So like you, I started out practicing other types of yoga, vinyasa, flow, um, even hot yoga. And what really drew me to Kundalini Yoga is that anyone uh, with any type of yoga experience could just take a class and get all the benefits. And there's no pressure, um, even though we use different, we still utilize movement and um, asanas as you do with other yoga. So different postures, um, but Kundalini incorporates different sets with different benefits. So there's thousands of different Kundalini yoga sets, if you will, um, or what we call Kriyas, which is a set of postures. Um, Some of them are for opening up the heart. Some of them are for um, detoxifying the organs. Um, So there are very many benefits of Kundalini yoga, but When we practice kundalini, you incorporate movement, but you also incorporate lots of breathing, pranayama breathing techniques. And we also sing or chant mantras. And we also utilize mudras, so um, hand, specific hand movements um, that hit different pressure points. So it's a combination of all these things that can really make you feel really great after a class. And you don't have to be, unlike other yoga practices, we don't do, you know, you don't have to go into a pretzel pose and we don't practice inversions. So really anyone from someone who just started and takes a class for the first time versus somebody who's been practicing for 20 years or more, people will have the same benefits through the breathing, the movement, um, and a combination of all those things and the mantras and, um, and the mudras, the hand movements. I must say that I was surprised how difficult the class was. <laughs> I was, I was for somebody who works out quite often and who's been practicing for so long and can do pretzel pose. <laughs> I I was like struggling to breathe at 
probably four four different times throughout the class. It is a lot more difficult than I think people think, but in a good way. It was challenging and it kind of made me think outside of what my norm is for what I think my body thinks the norm for yoga is, if that makes sense. Yes. I think a lot of people are surprised. I've had friends that are athletes, you know, runners, um, practice martial arts, or they practice, you know, hot yoga, and they think, oh, all you do is sit there and chant mantras, you know, all you do is sing and breathe. And then they take a class and they realize that it can be strenuous too. even just a class that has a lot of breathing can be, we're just not used to even in other types of yoga, we're not used to consciously breathe. um, Or we're not used to utilizing our lungs to their full capacity. But when you do not, like you said, it might seem challenging at first or the first few times you do it, but then you realize the many benefits. You feel so good when you breathe more deeply and your organs are oxygenated. Um, So it really practicing breathing and, and there's also pranayama breathing. There's also pranayama breathing classes where it's all breathing, all breath work. Um, But Kundalini incorporates a lot a, a large portion of that. So you really realize how even just breathing can make you feel really great. Absolutely. I would say that um, that's one thing that I would leave listeners on is how good I felt afterwards, especially because you also, I don't know if this is common practice, but you, you brought the gong out and did that for quite a while. And that encompassed with just the breathing throughout the class and, and the fact that we did have it outside because of COVID that it, I just felt cleansed afterwards. And, and I don't always feel like that after I take my normal yoga classes. So if that's something that I could describe to people is that I just felt very from head to toe, a full body cleansing from the beginning of the class with all of the deep breathing and the different postures that we do and we stay in and we do the deep breathing to the end of the class where we're in Shavasana, laying on our backs, on our mats, listening to the gong. It just, it truly was such an amazing uh, journey and adventure. And I'm grateful that I was introduced to you from another yogi friend of mine. I would love for you to also talk a little bit about how you how you started your journey to becoming a Kundalini teacher, because you have quite the extensive background in uh, corporate America. Sure. I'd love to share that. Um, And it was more a government background, political background than corporate. But they're very similar in their structure in many ways, (laughs) as we're coming to find out. Right. Right Yeah. um, (laughs) Each year, it seems like they're they're becoming one in hand in hand with one another. Yes, exactly. So yes, I would love to share that only because I'm very grateful that my life took the turn that it did with yoga, coming from a very stressful, high paced environment. Um, Like you said, I was in Washington, DC for over 20 years. And I worked um, in various roles um, as a press person as a press secretary or spokesperson speech writer for members of Congress for um, the labor department for an organization of mayors. And um, even though they were amazing jobs, um, I got to travel all over the world. I worked at at UN United Nations meetings and they were amazing experiences and I would never trade them for the world, but they were very high intensity. Um, It was a very stressful environment. And a lot of times when you're in that 
stressful environment and you don't have healthy outlets, you don't make the healthiest choices Mm -hmm. and then it becomes a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. So I worked very hard, but I also drank very heavily and that was my outlet and it was a terrible vicious circle because that's what people do in a lot of those environments. And so I was always tired and I was always stressed out and I always felt like even though I was keeping up, I was running myself to the ground. Mm So um, I was flying back from a trip to Mexico and where my where I have a lot of family and my um, a woman I was sitting on the I was sitting next to a woman on the plane and we we started to talk and we had very similar background. She had worked in politics and as a speech writer and a press person in Mexico. And I had done the same thing in in DC. And she started to tell me about how she was at one point feeling run down and started um, practicing and later teaching Kundalini yoga. And I thought, what is that? I've, I've done all types of yoga. What are you talking about? (laughs) You know? So, yeah. So, um, so she started to tell me about it. And she told me that Um, what I thought was interesting is that she said that she actually had students that got up and walked out of the class because they said, oh, this isn't hot yoga. You know, this isn't physically strenuous Mm -hmm. enough. We're not going to sit here and chant. It's not exercise. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So she said that she said, well, they're not, she said that in her opinion, she said, well, they're not ready for this yet. Then, you know, they're not ready to do the hard internal work. And I thought I need to take this class. So as soon as I landed back in DC, I found a studio that I loved actually in nearby in the state of Virginia where I lived, which is, you know, right next to DC, they're five, 10 minutes away in Mm -hmm. Alexandria, Virginia. I found a wonderful little studio there and I started going there and it just started changing my, my world, my life. I started making better choices. Um, I started drinking a lot less. I started doing a lot more yoga. And then I eventually moved to Las Vegas. Um, I got engaged, moved to Vegas of all places. <laughs> and uh, even though I was working remotely, <laughs> traveling, yeah. isn't that funny? I was traveling from uh, Vegas to DC once a month for work, but I, I signed up in a Kundalini uh, teacher training uh, course. I just decided, I don't know whether I want to teach, but I know I love this. And so I did. And then, um, shortly after that, I just kept teaching. I actually left my job for about eight months. And all I did was teach full time. Talk about a a big change, lifestyle change. (laughs) Um, and then I ended up getting a job here in Austin and moved here and did another Kundalini training here. Um, just to continue growing in that field. And so um, I do that. I do that more here um, because I love it. I have another full-time job still doing PR for a nonprofit, but, um, but I teach on the side because I love it so much. And for me, it's a type of social work, if you will. Um, Through yoga, I feel like I can do what I couldn't accomplish in politics, which was help people. I feel like politics has become so disjointed and divisive. But with yoga, you can really help people feel better and make better choices and just enjoy life. So. I'm sorry, I'm going on and on and on, but no, no, <laughs> that's no. my story. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I think that's a really inspirational story. Everybody who I've had on the show has had some sort of an inspirational story as to how they've, or where they've gotten their start in yoga. And that 
is uh, one to add to the bucket here. So I appreciate that you sharing that with, with myself and then with listeners, because I think it's all very encouraging. And that's the point of what the show is, is to try and encourage other people, try to get people to think outside of the box, get people outside of their comfort zone, mindful moments, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to share stories like that and be real and be honest about how you kind of came into uh, your practice. So I thank you so much for sharing that with us. If people are interested in taking one of your classes, what is your schedule like and where can they find you on social media to follow you as well in your journey? Oh, sure. Thank you. I would love that. So I teach at a new um, little boutique studio here in Austin that is just beautiful. It's surrounded by trees as you experienced Mm -hmm. yesterday. So right now during COVID, it's perfect because we hold all our classes outside. So we're practicing social distancing. Um, They're outdoors. I teach there right now. I only teach there on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. But it can be, um, it's available online as well. So you can take it from anywhere in the country or the world. So 7.30 p.m. Central Time, it's a Sunset Kundalini class. Um, I also have a YouTube channel that I'm trying to (laughs) uh, get off the ground. So I'll be posting a lot of videos there that'll be free to the public. Um, And then I have an Instagram account and a Facebook page. My Instagram account is um, Namaste Home 2020. So it's Namaste Home 2020. And, um, my Facebook page is, oh gosh, I'm pulling it up now. It's, uh, Lena. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Anahata. So it, Anahata means heart chakra. So it's spelled A-N-A-H-A-T-A. Anahata Yoga with Lena and Lena's L-I-N-A. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you can leave us on one positive note or send one positive message to our listeners, what would it be? I would say take time to connect with your breath as hard as it is um, with so much stress and fear and unknowns. Take time, even if it's two minutes, first thing in the morning, instead of grabbing your phone, just take time to even just sit in bed or lay in bed and just breathe deeply, inhale deeply until you can't inhale any longer and exhale, letting out all the air. Just do that for even just a minute every single day, just to give yourself that special time to collect your breath, connect with your breath and get started on the right foot. Beautiful. Thank you so much again for joining us, Nina Garcia. And I look forward to sharing some more classes with you. Thanks so much. Until next time, Austin, be well. Be well.